in the shower, car, or on the can. As moms, we all know those are about the only times in a day where we are alone and sane, if we're lucky. That's why we created Mom Goal, a weekly podcast designed to give moms all they need to know to become moguls in 15 minutes or less. So lather up, turn up the volume, or stay secretly hiding in peace on the pot a bit longer. Let's go. All right, Mongols, it's time to talk five minutes of physical knowledge and get ready because we are talking all things makeup this month of March. Joining us is Stephanie GM, a celebrity makeup artist who has worked with the likes of Alexa Chung, Cara Delevingne, and Elle McPherson. She's been featured in Glamour, Marie Claire, and Vogue. I'd say she knows a thing or two, huh? She knows a thing or two. She's also a mom of two and founder of her own clean beauty brand, Lee's Ointment. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk to you. Stephanie, thank you so much for being here. As a self-proclaimed makeup junkie, I am super excited to talk to you this month. And let's just get right to it. My biggest question right now, I'm 38, you're 38. I want to look like you. <laughs> is there anything we should be changing with our makeup as we age? I think it becomes less about what products we're using that changes as we get older and more about how we use our products. Because at the end of the day, my whole ethos with makeup has always been enhancing the beauty that's always there. And it's the same application to this. That formula works across the bar because you want your makeup to complement you. You want it to help you look refreshed and cleaned up, even if you did it in two seconds, like we all do. <laughs> like forget one eyebrow and you still look good. <laughs> it's about positioning. It's about knowing what is going to lift your face and things like that, as opposed to getting older and thinking that you need to change your colors or you need to change the shimmer. If you like those things, it doesn't mean they don't work anymore because at the end of the day, what works is what you like. Yeah. Like makeup is an art. It's, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be something that makes you feel good. And if it's not doing that and you're having to think about it too hard, then it's not right for you. Yeah. Now what I love about you is your skin. Just, you just have this natural beauty. Your skin always looks glowing and your makeup, like you said, it enhances your beauty. So are there any hacks you have? You mentioned like placements or, or what could we do? Okay. First of all, thank you. <laughs> it's always <laughs> hard to receive compliments, but I'll take it. Thank you. Especially as a mom that doesn't sleep. One of the best hacks that I can give is the positioning of your blush. So you want it to start, if you're looking straight in the mirror from the middle of your iris and work that part of your cheek and cheekbone up. You don't want it to be too low. So the area that would be the area that you contour naturally or the area that is under your cheekbone, you wanna keep that looking hollow. And by lifting your um, blush and putting it in the right position, you're going to create that because it's putting color only in the area that you want to lift. I've never heard of that. <laughs> and I think people have been so used to using giant blush brushes. Yeah, yeah. So then you're like, oh, I just cover the whole middle of my face. That's what blush. I do right here. <laughs> These speakers just. <laughs> 
Um, so that is a tip to try in where you position your blush. And the same, I have hooded eyes. So we all have different things about ourselves that we either love or we hate. And that is one thing that, especially if we're tired, droops more. So massage, massage, massage. It's going to tighten and work those muscles because they're working. Like you're, you're actually waking them up. Blood is rushing in and it's going to lift what needs to be lifted. And that applies to the forehead. That applies to when you're cleansing your face. If you do, I recommend oil cleansing because it keeps your skin glowy and hydrated as well. So it's adding to the massage and it will then lift everything that you are looking to get lifted. I love it. Positioning and massage. And in Mongols, you remember back in January, we did some face yoga and it was the same thing. It was just all about doing the massage. And here Stephanie is reiterating it once again. So we better get on it. We better get on it. Work upwards. I'm sure she said that. You want to work upwards. I know we have a tendency to be like this when we like <laughs> rub our face downwards because we're yeah. so tired or whatever's happening. But yes, that is the technique. Upwards. Upwards. <laughs> Onwards and upwards. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Okay, you guys, be sure to check out Stephanie's own brand at ulis-ointment.com and stick around next week because she's sharing makeup tips for us tired mamas. We'll be all ears for that one. See you next week. Bye-bye. All right, Mongols, time to talk five minutes of finance this month with Kristen and I. And so we are going to talk about an article that went viral where a Minnesota mother paid her son $1,800 to stay off of social media if he waited until he was 18 years old. And he did it. He got the money and he stayed off. So the question of today is, Kristen, would you pay your children money to stay off social media? A hundred percent, yes, I would. I totally would. I I mean, okay, I have mixed feelings about social. I see, I, I like to think of the, both of us like to think of the positive pieces of social, but then there is a lot of negative stuff out there. And gosh, especially for kids, I am so, so thankful we did not have social media when we were growing up and it started facebook started when we were in college but it was just for college kids thank goodness but like can you imagine like i I, yeah i would i would pay that in a heartbeat i'd probably even double it because (laughs) i just i just worry about the kids and and doing all that stuff right what do do you think oh i'm in agreement let's let's pay the kelly girls and the Schneider boys, let's pay them what they want. Like, name your price. I'm so with you. Was it last year that the social dilemma came out, you know, with the founders of all these things basically saying, oh God, we created a monster and we don't let our kids on it. And, you know, it's it's a lot. And like you said, thank God they did not have it when we were younger. And you couldn't even post pictures when we were in college. You could just write on walls, which is a very good thing. Very good thing. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't want those BG pictures floating around. Oh, uh, there. Either. Yeah, it would have been bad. Fun, but bad. So, uh, so I'm with you. I am really going to try and keep them off as long as I can because 
you know, my 36 year old self, I try not to get on very often. If anything, it's just to talk with our, our Mongol followers, or, you know, if I post something personally to just connect with people, but I try not to scroll because I find myself, you know, you just lose like a half hour of your day. It just goes by and you're like, oh my gosh, what did I do with my time? And and then you start going, why am I not in Fiji? What yes. am I doing wrong in my life that I'm not in Bora Bora right now? So if my 36-year-old self thinks like that, imagine, imagine what, you know, a 12, 13-year-old girl is going to feel. So, all right, we're paying up. Kristen and I are paying up. Yep. We may increase the price to do what it takes to keep our children off. But I think money is a good incentive and we are not afraid to go there. So that is the verdict, mom goal. We are paying our kids not to play on social. So stick around next week because we are talking about that age when you start comparing yourself financially to others. All right, think about when that was for you. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye-bye. Mommy! Mommy! (sighs) It's time for five minutes of emotions. And this month, we are so excited to welcome Caitlin Soule to the show. She's a licensed therapist, anxiety, and maternal mental health expert and author of a little less of a hot mess. Her mission is to empower today's moms to say yes to themselves so they can live in line with their values instead of guilt and fear. Mom goes, please welcome Caitlin to the show. Hello, Caitlin. Hi, thanks so much for having me. It's an honor to be here with you guys. Oh, hi, Caitlin. We're so excited you're here this whole month. On Mom Goal, we're all about self-care and ways to put mom first so she can be better for everyone else. In your new book coming out this month, you discuss why self-care isn't enough anymore. What can us moms do to go beyond self-care? Yes, such a great point. So I guess I didn't recognize that that was what I was writing about when I was writing the book. But now that we're two and a half years into this pandemic, what I've recognized is that as I set out to write this book, which is really an invitation into better mental health and personal growth for moms, What I realized is that we so often talk about self-care and what I recognize now is that oftentimes that term self-care makes us feel like, okay, what should I be doing? Should I be getting a manicure, a pedicure? Should I be going for a walk? Should I be going for a drink with a girlfriend? And what I'm here to tell moms and myself really is that it's so much deeper and more than that. Like we deserve so much more than the occasional pedicure when it comes to caring for ourselves. Those things are great, but we've got to go a layer deeper. If we actually want to feel better and like survive motherhood and not just survive, but thrive, we do have to go a layer deeper. That makes so much sense because I feel like self-care is that buzzword, right? That everybody's like, make make time for self-care and you feel like you've got to be putting a mud mask on. So when you say go deeper, talk about what you mean. How can we go deeper than just the eye cream? Yeah, seriously. It's like the green juice, the eye cream, the cold plunge. It's like, which one do I do? So in my book, I created this, what I call mental health slash self-care framework called imperfect personal growth and evolution. It's a bit of a mouthful, but the idea is that, you know, when we step into this realm of personal growth and evolution, I want women to know that we can do it imperfectly. It doesn't have to go the way that, you know, we thought it would, or doesn't have to look like anybody else's journey. So that's why I put the word imperfect in there. 
What this framework includes is the three R's in a perfect growth and evolution. The three R's are rewrite, restore, and reclaim. And so the first step we're going to talk about is this idea of rewriting the beliefs that we hold, the limiting beliefs really, that keep us stuck from really feeling good about ourselves and our lives, or maybe going for things that help us evolve beyond just our role of mom. And so this rewriting our narrative or kind of rewriting our belief system, it's a really important piece of the work. And I think it's a great place to start. And there's lots of different ways you can do that. And stick around next week because we are going to learn just how to do that. Caitlin is going to be back next week to talk all about rewriting those narratives, especially that we've been telling ourselves in a pandemic <laughs> that's gone on for two and a half years, my lord. So be sure to stick around next week where we can't wait to hear these tips and be sure to pick up Caitlin's book at Amazon or anywhere books are sold and visit wellnotesforher.com to download your free chapter of the book. We'll see you next week, Caitlin. Thank Thanks, you. Can't wait. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, mom goals. That's all the time we have. Thanks for listening. Want more mom goal? Follow us on Instagram at mom goal. And don't forget to leave us a review.